110% all day, everything. Let's go. Welcome to the show. This is 110% Podcast, and I am your host, Joshua Bird. In this wonderful and magnificent episode, Dr. Jen Haley returns to us. We covered so many amazing and multitude of different subjects, um, spanning from her creation of her own podcast that will be called Radiance Revealed with the expected start date of December 1st. We spoke about her time at the Bible biohacking conference. We talked about chakras and connecting to a higher power. We talked about stem cell treatments, Dr. Joe Dispenza's teachings, how to protect yourself from being tracked and hacked on the internet. We spoke about how kale and spinach can kill you. Um, we also covered some of the inspirational messages from some of the speakers at the biohacking conference. We talked about meditation and how it can change your life, chasing your dreams, red light therapy and all of its amazing benefits, breath work, visualization and mantra meditation, humming and vibration benefits, postural alignment and stretching, and we capped it off with a discussion about gratitude. Please head over to Apple Podcast and, and, and leave a review. Let me know what you think about this. Make sure you subscribe and then go over to Instagram at I am Joshua Bird. Follow me and then start a discussion with me. Let me know what you think. I really want to talk to you. I really want to get to know you. And I really want to talk about the content in this episode with you. Um, and if there's nothing else that you do to thank me for all of this wonderful free content, I would be eternally grateful. Dr. Jen Haley is a board-certified dermatologist. She's a lifelong biohacker. She is a bikini fitness competition contestant, and she is a soon-to-be podcast host. I fucking love this conversation, and I know you will too. So without further ado, I give you Dr. Jen Haley. Chill. Ha. Okay. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Um, th I think I think this is um, I think you're the first repeat guest. Yay! Yes! Wow, that's it's cool. So much fun last time. So. Yeah, I really did like the conversation, and it is still the best performing uh, podcast episode so far. Awesome! Um, and it's still trickling in views sometimes too, as well. Um, good. So that's really cool, and it was a really good, um, I think, introduction to you as well. So it's perfect. <laughs> um, I was actually curious. Um, so what? Like what, what all kind of podcasts are you doing? Cause I, I, every time I talk to you, you're, you're telling me about you being on a bunch of other different people's shows. And I was just curious, like, like, are you, are you, cause I know you sought me out and you asked me to be on my show. So are you, are you constantly online? Just like finding different places to put yourself out there and so you can go talk to people and do a bunch of things. Uh, no. So this, I'm starting my own podcast. It's called radiance revealed with Dr. Jen Haley. So okay. I am recording the first 10 or 12 episodes and then I'll launch probably. Nice. I'm really ready to launch, but there's a lot of things to get done and I'm not as tech savvy as you. So I have a whole production crew yeah. that I just hired to take care of it. So nice. they're working on artwork and things like that. So it's, um, it's about, you know, I'm a dermatologist and right. I think we have these misconceptions in the world where we think beauty is one thing and radiance is a whole different thing, right? So right. beauty can be this two-dimensional look. If you look at like Cosmo magazine, yes, that person is beautiful. But when someone walks through the world, they can be radiant, right? Because they yes. have this inner peace, this inner happiness, this inner sense of purpose, this health, this, there's so much more to real radiance, you know, mm -hmm. than just 
the definition of beauty. So that's that's what I want to reveal basically by getting different experts from all around. So I just, right before we started talking, I have a male functional medicine doctor who's a friend of oh, mine. Cool. We were speakers at a, yeah, we were speakers a couple of years ago at an anti-aging and age management, management medicine conference. And uh, he does some really cool stuff. So we talked about male hormones. So we t I, I talked to a female about female hormones. Uh, aromatherapy. We'll do some skin procedures. I do some single ones with uh, dermatology stuff. And then I have like spiritual people on there as well, Excellent. like law of attraction kind of stuff and mm -hmm. manifestation and things like that. So it's just really looking at mind, body and soul. Yeah. So Are you going to get Joe Dispenza on there? <laughs> That would be awesome. I'm so obsessed with him. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm so I bring this book everywhere, man. Uh, he's he's amazing. I think, and I think um, one of the things that I'm learning from him kind of goes along with maybe what you're saying, like the radiance, um, because yeah. what, what he's talking about is the electromagnetic field and frequencies that we give off as humans, because our 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 feelings are, or in our emotions give off an electro an electronic signal, and our thoughts give off a uh, a magnetic signal and so each combination of the two gives off the electromagnetic signal yes. at all times and it interacts with the things around us and like we've got that radiance it's the radiation it's your vibe yes it's your vibe. The, the vibe you know, the vibrations like have you ever been somewhere and you can just feel a presence you know and that's yeah. the vibrational frequency and we are we are you know i have to tell you he's so incredible like your audience may think i'm nuts for saying this but he seriously is channeling information from a higher source because he's just yeah. like like yeah i mean that's what that's what he's describing in this book it's the eighth chakra ka the one that's 16 inches oh. behind uh, above your head and so like right now i'm learning um like there's this chakra blessing meditation where you well first you do this little breath work which i haven't gotten to that part i'm about to read about it so you do this breath work technique and then you sit down and you do um a chakra blessing um meditation where you start at the um the bottom one in your navel your root chakra yeah, yeah and the creativity and you, that loosens it up and you go up and you you bless them and you you look at them with an elevated emotion and with gratitude and love and joy mm -hmm. and you release them and let them flow and then it flows upwards and upwards and upwards and then eventually you can get to your eighth chakra which is where you, like literally like you just said he, he calls it channeling information from the divine like force wow yeah. wow that's so cool you know going back to 40 years of zen so we did a lot of you know that kind of stuff at 40 yeah. years of zen where you're in different states and um most of the work was in alpha waves wave state um, and i actually like, understand what you're saying now <laughs> i didn't well, joe, i didn't understand brain waves i was actually i think joe dispensa does one of the best jobs explaining the brain waves on his website because i was just reading it last night i'm like oh that makes better sense to me now right and uh but with the gamma wave state when we were in gamma i loved it it was like being on the best drug in the world which i don't really do drugs but it was like how i would imagine it to be right and uh when we were in the gamma wave state, um, I was feeling that I had this like this bright golden light kind of shooting out, like you know, at like a flashlight kind of direction. It was shooting in, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna. My goal in doing that that session was to kind of like send out love out to the universe. Mm -hmm. And at first I kind of sent love out through my heart chakra and I was a little resistant and I'm like, why are you being resistant? And all of a sudden I started feeling that light coming in. I'm like, there's infinite love coming in. I'm going to send infinite love out. And the coolest part is, is like all of a sudden this is all going on in my brain, right? My brain's decisions to do this or my brain naturally doing this. The, um, 
the light get that I was sending out turned into butterflies and and all of a sudden I was like, oh, butterflies will distribute the love better. Yes. I mean, yeah. (laughs) It was was just so interesting, like what comes through us when we don't have busy minds, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, And am I remembering correctly that you said, I remember you mentioning butterflies last time we spoke. Um, Uh, Maybe an affinity with them or something? I had like this blue butterfly symbol popping up everywhere. It stopped. Oh, it did stop. Yeah, it was a symbol. It was a symbol of being on the right path, I think. And um, yeah, I'm there, I guess. I don't know. Hey, we've arrived, right? Well, I don't know. Like, I I get like a really like funky, strange and positive sensation like every single time I see a butterfly. Honestly, like every time I see a butterfly, I'm walking like it's usually at the beginning of something. Like typically, like w- like I'll go outside and I'm about to go on like an adventure or a hike or a run or something like that, or maybe a trip. And then like the moment you begin on that journey, a butterfly flies by, and like that ha- that's been happening to me throughout like my whole life. And every time I see it, I recognize it. And I'm like, hmm, this is gonna be good. This is yeah, exactly how it's supposed symbol- to be. Yeah, it could symbol tra- transformation. You know, they all have different symbols. So yeah. like birds symbolize freedom, but then different birds symbolize different things. So sometimes I'll just look at like, what's the spiritual meaning of X, Y, and Z? And yeah. sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it does, you know. And Do you by chance know the, the definition of what it means to see an owl? No, what's no? that? I don't know. I was curious. Because <laughs> no, I, no. I saw an owl um, when I, my first failed marathon attempt like as I started running, I saw the owl and I was like, wow, it's a sign that I'm going to finish. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> but no, he was telling, I think they're a sign of wisdom. I'm actually just making this up right now because I'm thinking like Athena, Greek God, you know, goddess, yeah. like wisdom. Maybe it was like, be wise enough to know when to call it. <laughs> right. Which, yeah, I definitely never know. Yeah, right? Hey, hey, you never know. That's a cool interpretation. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, because like I actually have a foot injury right now because I um. I ran 17 miles two weeks ago, and then the next day I tried running a recovery run 5K, but I ran it at like the fastest mile pace that I can go, and it kind of jacked my foot up. And then I didn't wait long enough to try to run on it again, and then re-made it sore. So it's hard. It's hard because I just love grinding, and I love going hard, and and it's it's like cardio – I think cardio is, is like a drug for me. Like when I do, when I go run and I come back, like all my worries, all my stresses are just gone. And I'm super Zen for the rest of the day. It's like your meditation, you know, and yes. you don't have to meditate the traditional way to have meditation. It could just be walking through nature or having that rhythmic running breath feeling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Med- yeah. Running is definitely biking? meditation. Why don't you try to bike? Uh, well, I don't own a bike, so I can't do that <laughs> in the interim. Um, um, I I don't know. It's a good question. I've just never – it's never really been like, like – I don't think that's – like to just go on a 30-mile bike ride doesn't sound like any fun to me. I think I like – I think I like the fact that running is so hard. Like from the moment – like from, be- from before yeah. you start, it's difficult. Like, cause you got to convince yourself to put your shoes on then you got to convince yourself to warm up and then you still haven't even left. And now you got to reconvince yourself to go outside and hit the pavement. And then you're hitting the pavement and you're like, man, I, you know, I kind of want to go five and you get to two and you're like, you know, I could go three and you, you got to push yourself. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's a constant, it sucks the whole time. It sucks the whole time from and beginning. And you feel great afterwards. Yes. Yeah. It's horribly terrible. Like, like being in the sauna, like being in the sauna, it's, it's so you bad. Being in Arizona, uh, being in the sauna, i.e., living in Arizona. 
<laughs> well, when I when I say sauna, I mean a dry sauna at 185 degrees. Yeah, no. So I'm good. <laughs> dude, it's it's so well. The only thing, like for me, I think that is even more of a drug for me when I finish. And then as well, um, how long do you stay in? 20 minutes. Okay. 20 minutes. But I haven't done it since before the pandemic because they're all closed now. Oh. Yes. But but from do you know who Dr. Rhonda Patrick is? Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah she she has an article where she's talking about uh, a Finnish study or studies on saunas, on dry saunas, and uh -huh. it says that um, 20 minutes 20 minute sessions uh, four to five times per week post workout at 175 degrees plus um, will decrease your chances of dying from all cause mortality by 45%. It will decrease your chances of dying from sudden cardiovascular arrest by 65%. And it will decrease your chances of getting a neurodegenerative degenerative disease by 71%. So these are my thoughts with the sauna, and this is purely <laughs> my thoughts. This is not science, right? Is I think you just need to sweat. So we release toxins through sweat, right? And a lot of people, even if they're exercising, they're not sweating. We're fortunate in Arizona. We have many, many opportunities to sweat every day. So I think as long as you sweat and you push your body into the extremes of temperature, because we need to kind of, you know, go through that hormesis where we're pushing our bodies to extreme, like right. cold, hot, cold, hot, instead of being at 68, 70 degrees all the time. Um, and if sauna is the way to do it, you know, then do it. But if running in the heat is your way to do it, I say that works fine too, you know, or hot yeah. yoga for someone else, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just the, the heat shock proteins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just don't stay in your comfort zone, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Yeah. And then ice baths as well. Get that, that auto, autonomic nervous system activated. The vagus nerve. Yes. yes, please. Give it to me. So so at the biohacking conference, which I know you want to talk about, when yes, Hop was on, right? So I got all oh. motivated. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do his app and I'm going to do the breathing and I'm going to do Wim Hof, right? Well, the universe answered me because the next day my hot water heater broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, How was your cold shower? Oh, I had two and a half weeks of cold showers and I don't think I took one more than three minutes. And, um, which is good. He said that's, that's a good way need. to start. Yeah. yeah. And you, you definitely want to go, <gasps> you know, you definitely want to do your breathing because it's just very natural. And um, and then I realized how to light the pilot light and I fixed the problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've actually been having troubles with my shower lately. I had like the, the thing where your, your handle like popped out from the wall and there's water shooting out of it. And I had to get like a, a plumber guy to come in here and then he delayed it and delayed it, delayed it. <laughs> Everyone's so busy. It's hard to get help, you know? So. Yes. So, so I mentioned the biohacking conference. How was that by the way? You know, it was really good. It was my first one. So I think we talked about this last time. I, I've listened to Dave Asprey's podcast. I love podcasts, obviously. Yes. And I, I'm really auditory, but I, I never really knew much about Bulletproof or the whole biohacking world. Although looking back, like I've kind of always been a biohacker, you know, I'm always trying yeah. to optimize things. Um, and he takes it to the extreme and he set up this amazing conference with just such amazing, amazing people, people that I followed for a long time um we're at the conference uh joe dispenza wasn't there that would have been really cool but yeah. pretty much name anyone else and they were pretty much there it was a really good conference and it was uh it was remote and i would say i, I paid for the vip ticket so we could do breakout sessions 
And in the breakout sessions, there were some more focused things. There were some things on peptides. We did, um, we got to speak with Dr. Harry Adelson, Adelson in Park City, where I live part-time. He does like that full body stem cell transplant. That was really yeah. interesting to learn about. Yeah. And um, Ooh, would you would you learn about that or did it? I, I don't learned that I'm the... probably going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I want to do stem cells so badly. Yeah. I talked to him. I did a consult last week and they do two different ones, you know, and, you know, you try to try to find the part between like how much is it going to cost and how much benefit am I going to get, right? That 80 so rule. I, yeah, because it's exactly it's it's kind of exp expensive. But then when you're under anesthesia, you might as well do all of it, you know, if you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of downtime associated with it. So they basically take your bone marrow and they suck it out, you know, out of your yeah. hip. So they suck out your bone marrow. Then they mix <sighs> it with exosomes, which are yeah. exosomes um, come from placenta so it's like the purest uh, wait is it placenta or umbilical cord it's one of the two it's the I, umbilical never remember. I don't think we're not i don't think we're allowed to do the placenta i think, I think it's you're right i think cord. it's umbilical cord I, I should know this i knew this the other day and i'm just blanking on it but it, so just say it's umbilical cord but it's from like 20 something year olds that are new and fresh whereas me i'm 49 so my stem cells are not as fresh as like a 25 year old right? right because they get old over time so he mixes them together and then he injects them in every joint including like tmj which i have a lot of tmj problems every joint every single joint so wow how long is the procedure it's a while it, it takes a couple hours and the part where i'm hesitant is that you can't really exercise for a while afterwards and even after i had children i lasted two days and i worked out like i yeah. was running two days after i had kids so <laughs> i haven't gone more than two days without exercising since i was 15 so that kind of scared me, but I, I put it out there and I asked for other people's opinions. And I would say a hundred percent of the time, everybody says it was worthwhile and you can walk a couple of days later. You just, he doesn't want you to go like lift heavy in the gym or run a marathon or yeah. anything like that. Is, it, no. is it like six weeks of no working out or like six months or? No, I think it's just, he, you never, when you can't get injured, if you get injured, you're going to kind of defeat the stuff because what he's doing is basically micro trauma to all of your joints. So he's putting in, right. you know, he's damaging all the all the joints and putting in you know these precious stem cells to hope they oh, regenerate. so they regenerate it better than they were yeah, before exactly oh, so, okay that's cool yeah yeah so if you damage them you kind of defeat you know defeated the purpose of doing it so i think you could walk a couple days later and just kind of take it easy so i'm going to do it after ski season and before mountain biking season <laughs> <laughs> in park city so yes that yeah. sounds magnificent um that's so cool. Like stem cell research is so cool. Like, have you seen um, the Joe Rogan episode with Mel Gibson and his father? No, I haven't. Yeah. Mel Gibson's dad was 92, bedridden, couldn't walk, couldn't move, like was about to die. And now they took him to Panama and got like an extreme um, stem cell treatment. And now he's running, working out, living life, hanging out. And I think he's like almost 100 now. That's really cool. See, you know, it, it, we can regenerate if we have the right building blocks, you know, right. take care of ourselves. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, so we got to do some of those breakout sessions. And then I'd say the best thing that I got out of the conference was the community. Okay. So there were about 1500 people. And so you'll have, you know, you have the lecture and then on the right side of the lecture, just like a Zoom call, everybody's typing. Right. And really kind of fun and funny at the same time. And I just met some really great connections of people from all over the world. Like there's a lot of Australians there and Canadians and 
you know, people from the U.S. And it, it was just I, that's the part I like the most, to be honest with you, is just all the different perspectives from all over. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was I could share some of my notes if you want. Please. Absolutely. OK, so Dave kept talking about using DuckDuckGo search engine. Have you heard of that? Um, yes, um, it's because uh, they don't sell or track your data. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of live a life. I don't care if people follow me, <laughs> but I'm going to check it out. So yeah. I, I took notes because I'm like, I need to check that out. That seems pretty interesting. It does seem really cool. I heard, um, damn it, I say his name again, but Joe Rogan said it the other day too that he uses that as well. So I guess if all the rich people are using it. And and he, they, I also heard somebody talking about using a company called um, Express VPN in your house um, because right now your internet company is actually tracking every single thing that you do on the internet and selling yeah. it to advertisers and people. Um, and, but you can use the Express VPN and it'll block their ability to track your movements. That's so crazy. That's just so crazy. It's right. We're turning into like one big commercial in the world, you know. It's like it's like Minority Report when he was walking in the mall and the thing scanned him and gave him a personalized um, advertisement. Oh my gosh! Right. It's right. Just, that's kind of what we get every time we turn on the you know our internet because they know what we want to see for news and. Oh man, it's it's crazy. I was talking to my mom about this the other day, and she was talking about like buying uh, some shorts for my brother, and and I was describing to her the exact shorts that he would want, and and then I was like, look, mom, um, guess what? I guarantee you, next time I open Instagram, I'm going to get an advertisement for these exact shorts. Woke up the next morning, opened it up, bam, they were right there. So like, creepy. like seriously, you can you, like, cause I cause I've totally accepted it. I will pick up my phone completely the uh, like locked not on and speak into it say i would like to have an advertisement for this oh and it'll show God. up within 24 hours so then why are people spending so much time on dating apps the internet should be able to find our perfect match <laughs> yeah i mean facebook does have a map of our brain you know, like technically um like i was i was listening to the guy um who made the documentary oh it's escaping me I'm not gonna remember it, but he made a documentary about oh, how someone... how they're tracking us and everything, and it's about. Um... I know what you're talking about? I want to call it exposed, but I know that's not the right name. No, it's it's two words. Uh, yeah, whatever. I didn't watch it because it's gonna freak me out. Oh, it is exactly freaky. What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that like these algorithms are made to predict to look at our brain and predict what we're going to think next and what next yeah. and look at next. And so I they have can. A friend watches youtube all the time and he was telling me that all of a sudden like something came on the right you know like the things that you probably will like and it was about airplanes and he's like i don't even know how they would know i like airplanes because i never look up anything airplanes i didn't even know i liked airplanes but then when i saw the video i liked it i'm like they know what i like more than i like, I'm like yes oh gosh, that's yeah so yeah yeah it's it's the like the the thing that where people are worrying about in the future how um, like the internet or the the, the machines are going to take over and they're going to be in control. Well, they kind of already are, because because yeah. if the algorithms know us better than we do and the algorithms aren't controlled by humans, then we're being controlled by a machine. Yeah, because we're not really making the decisions. We're going with their suggestions right. most of the time, yeah. which are the only things presented in front of us. Right. Right. Interesting shit. What, what's right? the next note? Okay, so I just took random notes. Um, I really mostly just chatted with people in the box. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Okay, so 
uh, kale and spinach have lots of oxalic acid and it can cause a lot of joint pain. So if you're, yes. you're a healthy vegan and you're eating lots of like kale and spinach and you're having joint pain, just take a look. I think if you cook it, it kind of breaks it down a little bit. Just back off a little bit, you know? Yeah, Miley Cyrus was talking about that, how she was a vegan and kale almost killed her. And, yeah. and uh, Mike Tyson said the same thing. Mike Tyson right. said that kale. He was like, no, it kills me, man. <laughs> In his little lispy voice. Yeah, I've actually, I feel like um, the the fact that plants are like um, harmful to you in a certain manner um, or to a certain degree has been like a prevalent discussion in the, the health community lately that I've been seeing. Um, like... Um, like yeah, 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 yeah. And like, for like, I heard somebody, I can't remember who said it, but he was talking about it. And he was like, we need to look at plants as medicine rather than food. Cause well, we it, should look at all of our food as medicine or poison, <laughs> our choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. I food guess is medicine true. or poison, your choice. Yes. You know? Yes. 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 Your choice. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. Um, oh, me, yeah, me so that was, that's kind of all I took as far as nutrition goes, because I know most of it. So I didn't take notes there was a lot of great information um there was some really good motivational speakers um gary v was on there right who gary v no he wasn't i, I thought i saw him advertise it maybe he was maybe he's the one who told me this because i didn't write down who told me this <laughs> i know jay shetty was there and so was gabby bernstein um Maybe he was, and I was just like getting. I have to look up those two people because I haven't heard those names before. Oh yeah, they're great. So, um, well, I'll. So this was one statement that kind of struck me. It says the purpose. Uh, this is a Picasso quote. Purpose of life is to find your gift. The meaning of life is to give it away. And that's kind of where I am actually. Why I started my podcast because, like, I trained for twenty years. You know, I trained for, I don't know, twenty four years, including well, twelve years after high school, and then. I worked for like another 16 years and now I feel like it's my job to kind of give information back. And yeah, now you're an expert. In Well, in one thing, but I want to bring other experts together to so people can realize like we're not divided, we're, we're shared. Like, you know, you think this might not be related to this, but they are actually related, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just to kind of merge consciousness a little bit. Yeah, that's that's I mean, like that quote is also the exact reason why I created mine. Like I'm no expert in anything, but I do have the gift of like being curious and, and, and being on this journey of learning. And, and I'm and what like I know, like all the things that you've done and all these other people are doing, like I know I'm going to get there and be there eventually. And, and I want to document that journey so that somebody mm -hmm. else can see what it looks like to go from like, like before I started this journey a year ago, I was like yo-yo dieting all the time. I had, I, if you told me about chakras, I would have told you to screw off. I've never meditated before. Um, like woo woo stuff didn't uh, no dismissed it um i was angry i yelled at people i was like like i wasn't a rude person but like i had a temper and because i was raised by uh, a mother that yelled at me a father that yelled at me and a football coach that yelled at me so all i ever knew was yell and yeah. so that that got me into some shit <laughs> and so i like it's it's so interesting um, to to try to show that to showcase that you can go from this polar opposite to whatever the hell is is that that golden thing that you're trying to shoot for in the future. Um, and I, I just want to document that journey because I know it's going to happen, and I think that the showing people that could bring people value. Totally, that's so cool because 
yeah, we all transform and it's not like there's one place where we want to be. We're just curious enough to kind of follow the journey and see where it takes us. Right, right. Like imagine if you had a podcast and like an Instagram and when you when you began college or like right before you began college is when you started putting it out there and you were putting it out there the whole time as you were learning as you were growing and then people could see that that transformation that 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 turned into a butterfly i might have just hit delete though (laughs) (laughs) no but going back to meditation like my whole life i was so type a and people were like you need to meditate i'm like i get a massage i'm good you know like I'll go for a run and it's just different, you know, when you're in this place of just satisfying to, to just be right. Yeah. It's so absolutely different. Um, so on that, so he used the quote, maybe it is Gary V. Gosh, I feel so bad. I didn't write. I really didn't take good notes because I didn't think we were going to be talking about it. Um, so he said, what is something you are pursuing or trying to create? Then ask yourself, where did the desire come from? And then really ask yourself do i want it to be mine or someone else's projections and i think this is so key for young people because i didn't realize this until a few years ago like you have to do what's right for you not what you think the world is telling you to do or what you should do right like should 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 don't live in the should world live in the authentic world of your unique individuality yeah 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 i resonate with that heavily um i like my current occupation is a result of doing what you should do so like like this this there's no money from this this is all a side hustle right now um and so uh so like like for instance i i went to the normal path they were like you got to go to college i was like okay cool i don't want to go to college but i have to so i guess i'll get a general business degree and then it's like okay well now i'm a project manager what's next i guess i'm supposed to get a pmp and then you get the pmp and then i'm like i feel like i accomplished all these things but i have no satisfaction and so it's like it's that it's that finding the thing that you're actually passionate about that means something to you that actually gets you excited about doing it at the the beginning and the end of every day um, yeah and i think a lot of times people hold on to that sunk cost right so what was the cost of doing all of that you know like you spent all that time and all that money and all that energy doing that so people are like well i already spent all that time doing that so i have to use it somehow no you don't it's okay it was a life lesson like let it go like for me i struggled with that and a lot of guilt for three years when i quit clinical medicine i'm like gosh i spent so much time and so much energy and i'm i'm actually good at this you know and then i was like no this isn't authentic because i'm just waiting for people to get disease and then i'm treating them i want to help prevent disease i want to help be proactive i don't want to be reactive i want to be proactive and i like that educate people because I realize that there's not a lot of knowledge out there, right? There's not a lot of awareness. You only know what you know. Like you knew yelling. That's all you knew. So I know yelling. I'm going to yell. Right. Well, you have to teach yourself and break the cycle, right? And we all have that power. That's the beauty of life is like we have this amazing power to transform if we want to. Sorry. Oh, you're I didn't hear it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's, um, I think one of my favorite things that Sam, do you know who Sam Harris is? Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of my favorite things that he says is it's never too late to begin again. Yeah. You just have to get that sunk cost out of your mind, you know, like it's okay. Like if you invested in it, it's sort of like if you buy a really, um, I'll try not to pull my mic again. Um, It's like if you buy a really, really expensive outfit and then you realize you're not going to wear it. You're like, oh, I'm not going to get rid of it because I'm, I spent so much on it. Well, you're never going to wear it. Just get rid of it, right? Yeah. Like you're going to use that knowledge. Just 
forget it, right? Yeah, yeah. Move on. And and I think, like, it, and it even if it is sunk costs, I think everything applies to everything. You know, because if mm-hmm. you if you have knowledge in this area over here or this narrow over here, and it's very narrow, at least some part of that will apply to everything else. A hundred percent. That's exactly it. You know, that's exactly it. You learn something there. You know, it's just. It's like relationships. It's not like it was a waste. It was great. It was like a book, you know. Yeah, like, it hurt really good. bad at the end, but you, you learned know, something, though. So you learned much. something. Yeah, <laughs> so much. Yeah, I think those are probably some of the biggest events of learning in people's lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is getting over. Actually, actually, um, that that I think that problem is what like spear tipped the direction of my movement. Honestly, like, cause I I got into a bad breakup and it happened like the exact same way as all the other ones. And I was like, hmm. I was like, something's not working here. Like this has got to change and it can't, it obviously, if it's hap- if the same exact thing is happening in the same exact amount of time, every time, then it's not necessarily my fault. Like, I don't like, I don't feel guilty or blame me for anything, but like, there's obviously something that needs to change within me yeah. and outwardly of how I react with people um, in order to like, make anything last um and and to be able to have a relationship with anybody um so that's i think that that was yeah right yeah yeah like like i've been saying lately like lately what has been happening is i've been falling in love with myself and it's really interesting it's really fun. It's very secure too. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be with me the whole rest of my life, right? you know? And so, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And I think like like for instance, I took myself on a date last night. I went to a sushi bar and I sat at the bar by myself and I enjoyed my own company. And I came home and I was like, "You know what?" Like that was really nice because right. beforehand I thought about, you know, like asking my roommate to go with me and then asking like a girl to go with me. And then I was like, "You know, you know, you deserve you, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I think when you know who you are and what you want, um, you're you can give so much more to someone than when you're lost and you're trying to be the person that you think they want or, you know, project and stuff. When you're just really confident with yourself and you're curious with other people, um, you're just gonna give a better part of yourself too. And sometimes we need some time alone to get there, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think it's so all... superiorly important. Right. Um, cool. Do you have any other notes? Yeah. No worries if so... not. Oh, yeah, I do. Cool. Uh, they talked about red light therapy. I've got a Juve red light over there. It's like oh, a single please. panel. That's, that's yeah. a, yeah, let's talk about I that. I don't know if you could see it. Can you see it? Oh, it's on my door. You see that hanging there? Yeah, I, did, I see it. I, okay, I did my legs this morning because I mountain biked yesterday, so they were sore. I usually do upper body and like I try to get my thymus gland and just my skin and my eyes Mm -hmm. um, because I'm on the computer so much. Um, And I've had that for about a year now. I don't use it as much as I should um, because like we get outside a lot here, you know? Yeah. Um, But the science, they reviewed some of the science It improves circulation. It's anti-aging by increasing collagen thickness and decreasing fine lines. It boosts fat loss. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's an N of one. Um, Decreases inflammation and pain, you know, and that's why I like to do it after like I work out really hard. I can definitely attest to that. Right. And then, you know, it's really important for people to realize that not all red lights are the same. You need like the proper wavelength and a lot of the cheap knockoffs out there will have, um, they'll just be like light bulbs that are painted red. So they have to have the right wavelength in order to, you know, get these results. Which is 640 nanometers to 840. 
Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Very good. Yes. yes. Um, and then Jay Shetty talked, and Jay's really cool. He um, he has a book that came out called uh, Think Like a Monk, and he. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's very very motivational. I didn't really take a lot of notes because I follow him, so I've heard a lot of his stuff. But I thought something he said about the different types of meditation that was interesting. Like there's breath work. So if I'm driving and I start to feel aggravated or stressed or if I'm in the grocery line and I'm getting annoyed because I'm waiting too long or something, I'll do breath work. Like, you know, just slow breathing in and out. It's better to breathe in through your nose, right? And um, I like Andrew Weil's breath work. I think we talked about this last time where you inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight, and I'll inhale through my nose hold and then I exhale through my mouth really slow and I find that I can do that anywhere and it just kind of relaxes your body lowers cortisol helps control your blood glucose levels and um, just gets you in the right state of mind then the second type of meditation he mentioned was visualization and there is like guided visualization meditations you could do and that heals the mind Ooh, and then there's mantra I think that's mantra. something that Jay Dispenza focuses on as well is healing the mind yeah meditation. the yeah the visualization he's really good at that and then there's the mantra meditation which i find to be like the hardest for me like sometimes i'll do so hum so hum and you have to keep repeating it um and that heals the soul and the heart so maybe i just need to do that one. does it have to be um can't the mantra be anything of your creation anything of your creation right? anything it's just a repetitive statement and you're not thinking about your day you're not planning anything you're just repetitive um but there's something about humming that's really really good james nestor talked about that in his book breath where it breaks up all the congestion and the sinuses so if you could hum that's why um yeah like that yeah. vibrations really really good for you so yeah definitely um yeah. but just one no note on that the mantra meditation uh, the one that i like to do uh, actually my best friend um sterling aka mercury dmc uh he's a rapper uh he <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually i'm actually his hype man i get up on stage with him and pump up the oh crowd my gosh, it's, it's, so great. it's so fun but um he gave me the mantra of you're exactly where you should be you're in meditating on that and, yeah and that's that's been really helping me lately like i never articulated it that in that manner before and it i like that it's it's been like and, and like and because when you do that little meditation then it transfers into regular life so like something will go wrong and i'm like you're exactly where you should be man exactly and then i just smile and i'm like wow this sucks a lot but this is amazing because this is exactly where i should be and whatever comes out of this is a positive thing and then like like that like mixed with just plain mindfulness meditation of like watching your thoughts and recognizing things as they appear um yeah. like that i've been i actually noticed today uh, like something happened and it normally would piss me off and i just laughed at it i was like man that's so funny like oh my goodness like i can't believe this is happening right now this is horrible <laughs> and and i actually texted my friend and i was like man my my zenness is getting zinnier <laughs> found humor in it i think humor right. is like the best solution right Right, like laughing at the thing that used to make me like red to the face angry, which yeah. is yeah, because I mean, like I've I've heard people talk about it before, but like when things go wrong, it's kind of funny, like you know, I mean, it's but it takes practice, like it takes a lot of practice to get there, because I don't want anyone to hear us and be like, oh gosh, like why why do I suck because I can't do that, you know? Because it takes 
a lot of practice of just figuring out what's going to work in each situation. And I mean, we all get rattled, right? Oh yeah. 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 Sometimes I'm just like, okay, that's like, I imagine like if somebody yells at me or it's anger, I just imagine it's like the wind blowing through me, you know? Oh, that's than, nice. Yeah. I'm like, that's just blowing through me. Huh. Huh. That is <laughs> no, cool. Or, or like last week I had so many bad things happen. I'm like, oh gosh, I must not be getting this lesson. I'm, I keep having to get the same darn lesson again. <laughs> again. I'm going to have to learn it this time, you know? Hey, that's, that's what it takes me. And like right. running up against the brick wall and smacking your head until it bleeds. And you're like, okay, I got it now. <laughs> But like I got something happened to me last week and it like I got upset, like mad. And I and right after I kind of started calming down, I, I looked and I was like, holy shit, that was the first time I got mad in months. <laughs> and it was like, cool. It's like, okay. I could, like we, you know, sometimes you just sit there and you say, I am mad because of X, Y, and Z. Like you have a right to be mad. It's okay. Like it's not good to suppress it. Right. 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 It's, it's about your interaction with that and how you portray that anger or frustration to the world or the, that person. Totally. Yeah. Go run it off. <laughs> yeah. Run it off. <laughs> Meditate it off. Breathe it off. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. But I know yeah. um, there's a really good mantra that um, Gabby Bernstein um, says in one of her books, I am open to creative possibilities. Reveal to me what you can do, universe. So I'm open to creative possibilities. Yeah, I'm open to creative possibilities. So I think a lot of times we get fixated on an outcome, like I have to finish this marathon, right? Like I'm open to creative possibilities. Like I'm, you know, maybe the triathlon will come by and I'll do that instead, right? Or wow. like there, yeah. there's other things. Like you have to be open to creative possibilities because when we get so fixed on an outcome, it's almost it's just not a healthy place to be. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have a goal, but don't get fixed on that being the only. Yeah. That was, solution. um, do you know David Goggins? No, no. David Goggins. He is, uh, uh, he was a Navy seal. Um, he's the only person to complete the training for all of the different special forces that we have in America. Wow. Like the only person ever. And he is, he just finished running. Uh, like he's ran, he has the world record for the most pull-ups in 24 hours. He has ran multiple Moab 240 races. David like, Goggins? David Goggins. Goggins yes. Okay. He has a book called You Can't Hurt Me. Um, oh, I've heard of the book. I'm just terrible with names. Okay, oh, yep. yeah. He's, yeah. he's the most savage man probably on the planet, honestly. Huh? And he made a video the other day and it was he was talking about back when in um buds buds training yep, i think buds, yeah. buds, um and and how they would do 10 20 mile uh runs mm -hmm. and on the way back um as they started getting near to the end point he would notice um people starting to get excited and jolly and and, and ready for at the end and then he would he would said that sometimes um, the the instructor would say you know what screw you guys and they would just keep running and ride on yeah. past the endpoint and the moment that that happened their heads went down and everybody got serious and he was he was saying that he was like man I fucking hope for them to run past that end line I hope for rain I hope for bad weather I hope for the wrong thing to happen because when the distance is unknown that's when you find out who the fuck you are yeah yeah that's true it's sort of like um. The people who, um, they always say the optimists don't su survive the POW camps. Mm. It's the people that are like, I'm just going to expect to be here forever and yeah. I can do it as yeah. opposed to like, oh, hopefully tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, because you get kind of beaten down. It's, it's opposite of what you would think. Right. But it's 
kind of true, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I heard a story about a man who was captured by Somali pirates for two years, and he was he was talking about like how he just found solace within himself and, and meditation and keeping that 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 mindset that you just stated, and that's what got him through. And like he's perfectly wow. fine, everything's good, and he came back. It's freaking amazing. Gosh. Um, some really, some more pearls I want to share with you Please. from Gabby Bernstein. Um, so I am open to creative possibilities. Reveal to me what you can do universe. So that's like a mantra she'll say, right? Mm -hmm. And her, um, thoughts behind that are whenever we take an action based on fear. So if we do something based on fear, like I better do this or else something's going to happen. Right. If we take an action based on fear uncertainty or we're grasping at energy like a desperate kind of energy grasping right the energy does not support it in the universe and it won't happen right so we have to do something coming from a place of love so an action must be backed with love and kindness and service not it's the a ego. course of miracles yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. right same, yeah. same sort of stuff in different words yeah. um so all action must come from a place of spiritual alignment so if we, you know, if we were on this podcast to talk about like how great we are and we want to get a big contract or something like that, like that is not in alignment with the universe. It's like, right. we're here to serve. We're here to share information. We, 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 ha we have our own unique voice that we want to share so that maybe people can get something out of it and be a better person. Right. So yeah. that kind of, um, action, you know, backed by that kind of love and service is, um, is what the universe supports basically right and he talks a lot about like law of attraction and stuff like that but i really i really like her stuff she has a book called super attractor that has a lot of those same concepts you know huh that sounds like the female version of joe dispenza because like she that kind of is yeah right. a little a little bit not he's very he's more science sciencey and That's she's more spiritually okay yeah yeah see my yeah. brain my brain is so sciencey and because my whole life i was absolutely dismissive of woo woo like for me to have that science like really makes yeah. me believe it like honestly until 24 hours ago i would have told you to screw off about chakras yeah <laughs> until i read you know, it in this the book cool thing is is like the more you learn the more you realize it's connected right yes it's like when i became a doctor i was like okay let me take a break here like the human body is so darn perfect there's no way this just happened. <laughs> like there's a higher source. I don't care what you call it. Uh -huh. but there's definitely a higher source, you know, yeah. because we can't figure out how, you know, you replace a shoulder or a knee. It doesn't work nearly as well. You know, you replace any part of the body. It, it is so inferior to what the human body does and the synchronicity of it all. And it's just worse. And it's the perfect symphony. Our body works in this, like the most amazing way. So it's uh yeah, it's the same thing with, you know, like his work and the science, and then you realize, like, oh, wait, this is coming from like the a Eastern really spiritual woo-woo place. You know, yeah. there's a lot of woo-woo. So I think woo-woo is going to be more mainstream down the road as we kind of head into the five D. You know. Yeah, and 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 science is starting to prove it. So like like science is starting to get to the point where we 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 were used to use science to disprove the Eastern religion and, and, and practices and all of that stuff and the woo-woo. But now the science is starting to catch up to the point where it's actually like, oh crap, this is, this actually points to that being true. Now we got to start over. <laughs> and they're, mm -hmm. they're actually connecting. It's interesting. Right. And as more people raise their, the vibration of the world, the vibration, you know, the collective is going to raise and it's kind of, you know, kind of domino effect a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, 
like a big part of my mission is to be a part of the global shift of consciousness towards oneness and love. That's yeah. kind of my little phrase. And it's, um, I mean, how could you argue against love? Like, all we want is for people to have more kindness and, and be more loving. Like, yeah. how is that and a bad thing? And to yourself thing? as well, to your own body, to yourself. And then Always that, first, prioritize right. yourself, consider others. I like that. Prioritize yourself, consider others. Yeah. Huh. Well, that was one of my Zen takeaways because I was such a giver. Yeah. They give, like, they give you a little plaque on the last day and they, and those are the three things that you have to work on. So I probably should look up. Oh, I live an authentic life. That was one of mine. The other one was I prioritize myself, but I can, and, and I consider others. And I can't remember my third one. It's sitting next to my bed. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. So okay. we all have our issues that we have to work on. And that was mine. So every day I say, okay, am I making a decision? Is it a hell yes or a hell no? You know, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So if you're like, hey, Jen, do you want to do the podcast? If I'm like, maybe it's a hell no. Right. So it's either a hell yes or it's a no. Right. Yeah. So if I say to my kids like, hey, do you guys want to go to dinner? They're like, uh, maybe I go. That means no. <laughs> Unless you're like, yep. Hell yes. Yeah. It's yeah. No. yeah. I think I've been I've been taking that and putting that into my own life lately with with different pursuits and trying to do different things because I, I found myself trying to like do like I was trying to write a book and trying to do these things. And then I was like waking up and looking at it and it was like not a hell yes so i was like i'm just gonna put that in the back burner and not overextend myself in that area because if it like you just said if it's not a hell it's not a hell yes it's a hell no uh, and it's just and you not have worth to your time think in your head like is it is it something you don't want to do because you don't want to do it or is it because of fear right because if it's fear then you kind of have to walk yourself through that like okay why what am i afraid of oh right. i'm afraid of people not wanting to read my book or yeah. I'm afraid, of, you know, like, yeah. So, yeah, well for me, it what? was mostly like, <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, that, that, that fear of if, what if people don't like me? I'm super blessed. I don't care. <laughs> I'm super yeah. blessed that I don't care. So it was literally just realizing the monumental amount of effort that it's going to take and all the different roadblocks that I'm going to have to get through to get to the point where it's any kind of finished piece. And I was like, I don't want that. And it's not worth it to me. I don't think at right this now. point in time in my life, but for right instance, now. like the, the, my podcast, like every single time that I come across a new challenge or I plateau or something goes wrong, I'm like invigorated and I'm like, okay, like let's study. Like for instance, I just, uh, um, have you heard of Leon the alchemist? No, um, he, I'm writing so many good notes here. Leon yeah, the alchemist. Leon the alchemist. He is this really cool guy. He has a podcast called bio alchemy. Um, he is a herbal, a master herbologist. Um, he's a really Ooh. cool guy and he has an amazing okay. voice because he's from Australia. Um, and he has this podcasting course, um, that he, so he dropped his first podcast with no mailing list, no previous things. And within 90 days, he had a hundred thousand downloads and monetized over $13,000 with no paid advertisements. Podcast. What's his podcast called? Bio alchemy. Oh, bio alchemy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. See, yeah. but if you're doing it from the right place, things will just fall into place. Right. 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 And, but he created this course, this like 70 hour course that takes you through each and every single teeny tiny detail of what he did to be successful so that he did it. And I bought it the other day and I'm, I'm, I can't stop. <laughs> oh, it has a really good page. I like this. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to actually listen to his podcast, but he was a guest on biohacking Britney's podcast okay. and biohacking Britney. Um, that was an amazing podcast. I actually 
implemented two things into my daily routine just from that 30 minutes of them talking. Oh, that's awesome. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, okay, a couple other things that I wanted yes. to go over. I know we're getting to the end here. Yeah. Um, so there was one cool meditation they had. They had these little breaks with like Igoskyu and meditation in between because we were in lectures from... What's Igoskyu? It's like postural alignment and stretching and stuff. Hmm. I've um, heard of it. That's cool. Yeah, it's called the Igoskyu method. It's E-G-O-S-C-U-E. Okay. And um, I haven't done it except for that, but like they'd have us do these three minute little things and I felt really good afterwards. So there's definitely something to do it for alignment. Um, but then there was one meditation and there's something that she said in this meditation that stuck with me because we're always told like be grateful and have gratitude and stuff. And, um, you know, yeah, okay, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have, you know, a roof. I'm grateful I have food. I'm grateful I have a strong body. I'm grateful I have a voice, blah, blah, blah. Um, but her, she said, focus on what you don't want that you don't have and i was like oh my gosh like that just hit home to focus me focus like, on what you on what don't, you don't want. want that you don't have like be grateful that you don't have what you don't want right right like, huh. i'm grateful that i am not imprisoned as a woman in sex slavery like right like that's something yeah. i don't want that i don't have that's something to be very grateful for right right Right. Yeah. Like I'm grateful that I don't wreck my motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm grateful that I did not. Yeah. That yeah. I, like, that, that's something that I don't want that I don't have. Exactly. Like that's another way to be grateful. Like think of like kind of the worst case scenario and just be grateful you don't have that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I've also been finding myself grateful for bad things like, um, like grateful for jealousy or grateful for like a negative emotion or a, a bad action or something like that. And, and the, not, not the negative connotation of that, but the positive result of what you learn from after it. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Or like, I'm thankful for the pain that I received through a breakup or I'm thankful for the injury that I received that taught me how to do this physical therapy thing. Yeah. Because it's the full human experience, right? Right, right. Why do we want to deny ourselves from the full human experience? I don't know, man. Because that, because you can't feel the pleasure without the pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's beautiful to feel the whole spectrum. I think you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been realizing that a lot lately. Uh, I was actually talking to my friend about that earlier about how how beautiful even the negative things are and, and finding the comical beauty within everything. So cool. And you just know they're not. It's not going to last forever. You're never this happy or this sad as you are now right and you never will be feeling the same yes. so this, the feeling is temporary i have a theory um yeah. that all bad times will end and when they do end the good times will be 10 times as good and 10 times as long for me yeah, but it for would me be so far if everything was always good it would be a little boring <laughs> yeah well i mean like uh, as, as terms of like if you f like you know we go through ruts in life you know you go through a yeah. rut and when you get into that rut it might last for six months but my my postulation is that if that six months sucks then you're gonna have um you're gonna have five years that are great in general i agree and you'll be able to endure them better because you had you already endured something that was so bad that all the little blips and all the little downturns during those five years are going to feel like nothing. That's right. the thing. It's like once you've been through something hard, it doesn't. The other little things that used to, you know, make you friends in a frenzy don't affect you as much, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> cool. Well, that was amazing. Um, thank you so much for being here again. Um, what is your podcast name? One more time. It's called Radiance Revealed with Dr. Jen Haley. Okay. And, and when are we going to uh, see it? What was that? When are we going to see it? 
I'm hoping by December 1st, it'll be out. Yeah. Perfect. And I'll, yeah, I'll let you know. And then, uh, my website is Dr. Jen Haley and com, And then Instagram is at Dr. Jen Haley. Excellent. Awesome. Cool, <laughs> Thank ma'am. You. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you for coming on here again. I love talking to you. Thanks, Joshua. Me too. Excellent. You have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Right, bye. <laughs> that was such a great fucking conversation, man. Um, I love Dr. Jen Haley. She's an amazing woman, amazing human. Um, I can't wait to hear her podcast. I can't wait to listen to this episode again and, and get all the amazing little tidbits of actionable information. Um, I'm so excited for the future of what's to come with Dr. Jen Haley um, and me and our podcasts and, and, and all of these different things. Um, I really want to know what you think thought about that conversation. I know that I got a lot out of it, but I'm curious to see what you got out of it. So please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast, number one. Number two, go over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a comment and a review. Um, hopefully it's a five-star review. Then let me know. Um, go to Instagram and type in at I am Joshua Bird. Shoot me a follow and then hit me on the messages, man. And, and let's start a discussion. I really would like to get to know you and I would really like to dive deeper into the content of this conversation. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening to this to the very end. Um, and I, I hope to see you again. Please come back. Uh, and as always, I would really like you to go out into the world and be the change that you would like to see by giving 110% and undivided attention in everything that you do all day, every day, through self-discipline. Joshua Baird out, baby. Let's fucking go. Chill. Sure.